Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nintendo's podcast. Wow, it feels great to say that. I am one of your hosts, Jake. I am Brayden. And I am Connor. And together, the three of us make up Nintendo's podcast, a bi-weekly slash weekly slash whenever we record Nintendo podcast <laughs> about the newest games that we've been playing and every week we talk about a fantastic Nintendo gem from the past that could be anywhere from Wii, Wii U, all the way back to the NES. You know, we could probably do an arcade game too if we want to talk about Mario Arcade one day. That'd be cool. Game & Watch? Would be neat. Game & Watch? Hey, yeah. maybe. We got that new Mario Game & Watch coming out. Ooh, that's true. Are you still getting that, Braden? I very much would like it. Uh, I haven't pre-ordered it or anything. I haven't found a good pre-order place, but um, but yeah, it, I, I intend to get it, and it may just have to be a Christmas present. We'll see. Sure, for sure. Dude, you sounded... That intro was so action-packed, though. Like, you said <laughs> it, it felt great, but, like, it, it, you sounded good saying it. It's good to have Thank you, you back. Thank you. It's so glad. It's so glad to be here. Life life mm. gets in the way, but I would I would drop everything to just do Nintendo's full-time. Dude. Daily Nintendo's podcast. Every day. That would be the Damn. dream. Speaking of life getting in the way, though, the spooky series, I don't know. It, Connor and I had some life situations get in the way. So, so episode four didn't come out. But hopefully, like, we can just continue the spooky series exponentially on into the future. And, you know, when you see that title, you'll just know we're talking about some spooky games of some sort. I don't know. I think that would be a good... Uh, way to to keep it up just going on in the future so sorry we didn't finish but anyway moving on we can just keep rolling on into what we've been what we've been playing right yeah absolutely now connor you said you haven't really been playing anything new in the nintendo world is that correct not necessarily i've been since we did the whole spooky thing there there were a couple uh fresh things fresh new nintendo news that we kind of skipped over during the halloween season and one of those is Steve, Minecraft Steve being in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Dude, that is so true. Uh, and so I've been playing a, a decent amount of Smash in the meantime and like acclimating myself to playing as and against this creature. Piece of <laughs> abstract art in the Smash Ultimate universe. Truly. I don't know how much, if we want to save a, a Steve deep dive analysis <laughs> for another time or not, but but goodness gracious. With Steve, I did my uh, what what I feel like a lot of people do, where I, I have the season pass, so I downloaded Steve, I got on, I played it for thirty minutes, and I went cool, and I haven't touched uh, it since. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dang, Connor, you regularly play Smash still to this day. Like I see you online all the time. Like, okay. have you have you really put some time into Steve? Yeah, I mean, just like in a nutshell, he truly is like the most comprehensive character to come out. For a Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. game, period. And Do you just mean he like covers so many fight styles and has so many like counters to yeah. so many different characters? He has like, so many different options at any given moment. Every one of his moves is so dependent on so many variables and is so different from other characters' move sets. He just like it is so unique and different uh-huh. that it has he truly just like has his own meta to playing against him. And playing as him, right? It's it's management of like different kinds of resources than you're used to. How much RNG is there, and how much like pure control is honestly is involved? The scary part is that there's not that much RNG. Interesting. Not like hero where heroes moves themselves are like randomized essentially, but everything that Steve does is is pretty much pre-programmed, even. You can you can mine resources from the stage itself, and the order that the materials come in is is pre-planned. It's pre-programmed. It's the same on every stage, and so like it's just it's that it's all those crazy amounts of layers to it that is where the depth comes in because it's all the same, but there's still so many variables to it that like you can play. It's like chess. It really is. Like there's. There's a way to analyze every possible situation and master Steve and like be ready for anything. But there's just so many variables and options at hand. It's it's a lot. But yeah, anyway, does it make you nervous for like the rest of the fighter pass? Like what? I mean, obviously, the fact that just Steve's such a third 
a huge third party character was released on a Nintendo console for Super Smash Bros, just mm-hmm. the biggest deal ever. Ah. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, cool. But like, do you think that's going to bleed? Do you think the meta will bleed into the rest of the fighter pass or we're just going to get another Pokemon starter that is cool? Mm. Man, I don't know, because it ever since this Super Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC started trickling in, it feels like with each new character edition, or at least for a while it did, was more complex and more comprehensive than the last and added like more layers and more dynamics like with joker the first one like he has the um the arsene meter like basically like a transformation meter and then hero and he obviously has his own magic meter that's unique to him and his attacks are randomized essentially and then terry he has like the input commands like the street fighter characters and he has his like 100 percent thing like they they've complicated each character truly and i i i hope to god truly that no character is more complicated than Steve because otherwise I don't know how much more <laughs> the fabric of the game can take um, uh-huh. before it's not smash anymore. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think after Steve, there will definitely be a craving for like a more balanced neutral fighter. Mm-hmm. I know Sakurai as a director doesn't want to add any characters that don't have like their own unique thing to them, like their own unique mechanic or, or concepts, something that makes them fun and unique to play. But I, uh-huh. in, ter- in terms of just like depth and comprehensiveness, I can't really imagine something a character being more complex than Steve. Yeah, I, I definitely think that we're probably going to get another character that's more straightforward. You know, mm-hmm. like another mm-hmm. you know Pokemon starter or Fire yeah. Emblem-esque character. Probably not anything. You say Fire that. Emblem. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, like not actually another Fire Emblem character, but like another character that yeah, yeah. yeah like too crazy. Sure. Another Byleth. Right, yeah, yeah. Stop. Byleth <laughs> or Minden. No, hey, I I'm a I'm a three houses convert. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I gave Jake so much crap for that game, like when it first came out, but then I finally played it. Great. Byleth is awesome. But like, don't give me another Fire Emblem character. It's yeah. not I mean, in this case, I think the Fire Emblem character would be a Pokemon starter. I know, yeah, I know. Jake was Jake was a, exaggerating, but yeah, a safe pick. So yes, well, Steve. Yes, we gotta. I don't know. Maybe I should put more time into that. I mean, I love Minecraft, mm. but I don't know. None of my friends play Smash anymore. I don't know. I can't. It's not a game I can really play by myself. I guess I can, but I don't. <laughs> sure. I don't like doing that very much. But <laughs> sure, that's understandable. Well, fair enough. Jake, what you what you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing a lot since in the, in the past month. Um, yeah. A lot of Nintendo stuff, but also a fair amount of stuff on Nintendo. Of course, um, I don't want to really talk about this, but I have played. I did play the demo for Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Wow. Um, I don't know if you, you guys have played that, but you should because it's only like an hour long, and the progress carries over to the full game. So. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which That's same cool. same with the Pikmin Three demo, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. It was really good. Definitely going to pick it up. We'll, t- we'll probably have a full episode about that later this sure. month. Um, Absolutely. I have put some time into Mario Brothers 35. Have any of you guys played that? Yeah. Man, I still haven't touched it. It's what a wild time. <laughs> I think it's fun. It is fun. It's just strange. I had, you know, I had a night where my friends came over and we all got really drunk and just took turns playing Mario 35. <laughs> That sounds um, awesome. That was that was a good time. Every time you know someone would die, just pass the controller. Right. Yeah. That break. sounds like the ideal way to play the game. <laughs> I think it made it a little bit more fun. Have you won it all? No. <laughs> Definitely uh, not. Have you? I got, I got number one once. It's Dang. like like getting uh, a victory royale in Fortnite or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Feels Very feels nice. pretty rare, but I think it's stupid that they're taking it down in March. Right. Yeah. You know. Play it as much if you like that game. Play it as much as you can, because I feel like they just don't want to see the cert, like the player count die for that after March. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it'll only be popular for so long, and they don't want that, like, that branding to go downhill or something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Is that but... the same time? Is like that like the same window or day that they're taking a uh, Mario 3D All Stars down as well? Yes. Yeah, it's probably going to be like probably the same day. I would assume. Wow, Mario is dead. <laughs> no more Mario. You had enough. Yeah. Thirty-five healthy years. Twenty twenty killed him. Now I'll I'll run through I uh, two other games. Uh, if you want 
more in-depth thoughts. I, I have full reviews for both of these games up on noisypixel.net. Um, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Have you guys heard of this game? Uh, no. Uh-huh. It is a uh, like side-scrolling beat-em-up, kind of like 2.5D, um, and it's made to resemble like kung fu movies from the 70s. Okay. It, huh. it takes place in like the 15th century, and like you play as this like monk whose village was destroyed, and he's going to get revenge on the people who did it. It's very straightforward, but uh, I don't know. It definitely, if you're a fan of like 70s kung fu movies, it definitely feels like playing one of those. It's a, it's a bit slow, in my opinion, for beat-em-ups, but it's fine. You know, I don't know. Is it like old-school brawler, like uh, Final Fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that, but like like I said, it's like 2.5D. The graphics are a bit weird, and the the gameplay is like really slow, in my opinion. Like The characters move slowly, and there's like a big counter mechanic that makes it feel a little bit different, but I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought it was fine. Fans of the beat em up genre will probably like it. Like, if you're a really big fan, if you really like those 70s kung fu movies, you also really like beat em up games, you'll probably get a kick out of this game. But I don't know. I, it was pretty middling, in my opinion. Hmm. How much is it? 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. So oh, wow. Not too expensive. So if you're into beat em ups, I, it's, it's worth looking at, you know, watching some trailers, seeing yeah. if you might be into it. Um, because I could definitely see people having a really good time with it, but I don't know. I thought it was very the concept for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unique. I I'll give it that. I haven't played anything like it setting wise, really. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, keep it short on that one. That was Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Uh, I also played Zoids Wild Blast Unleashed. Have you guys heard of this game? Awesome. <laughs> you, you guys, Zoids fans, childhood fans, ex Zoids fans. <laughs> yeah. So I remember Zoids being on like on the TV, like Saturday morning cartoons. It was, it was the thing that played around Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! That was nearly as cool as Pokemon. Yeah. And, and my, and that's why they put it there. So like <laughs> people would like tune in, kids would tune in and watch it and be like, what's Zoid? Right. And robot animals. I just, I just exactly really heavily, but I'll bleep that out. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was cool. Uh, I remember, I remember it from when I was a kid, but they, I like, they do with most things. They've rebooted it or I don't know if Zoids ever really died in Japan. It always just kind of quietly sputtered on, but they've yeah. got a new series sure. that they're trying, I guess, to push in America. So of course we had to get a crappy video game based on it. <laughs> and it's a, is it crappy? Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's like a 3d arena fighter. And like every anime game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like every anime game. And it's just pretty bare um it's like a 50 dollar release 40 50 dollars and i don't know it's it's bare bones it's Mm. it's not it's like a it's like a solid five in my opinion you know what i mean it's not terrible but yeah yeah, hit me hit me with those zoids questions dude yeah are are you watching the anime no of course not uh (laughs) it's so it's such a kid show you know what i mean at least that's how it's yeah the new one is for sure yeah i just i don't i can't remember how similar it was to like gundam or something like that, you know, was each animal robot like individual or were there huge armies of like the blue panthersoid? I or, think they're, uh, so you, this know, is, you know what I mean? I just can't remember the details. I think they're individual, but there are like some of them that aren't individual, uh-huh. I think. But I think all of the like main ones that the, the main characters and the villains ride are individual, but it didn't seem like they like have personalities. Like they, it doesn't seem like they talk or anything. Oh no, I don't think they. I recall them more as like ships than like. Yeah, right, that's what I. That's know. what I think. But they also kind of seemed like they were living things as well. Yeah, Did they ride on top of them like that in the original yeah. series? Ooh, I don't know. I don't remember. Like I, I've seen like the cover and stuff for the for the new game. It looks a little silly to me, and I and I get. <laughs> I guess that's only because I don't think they did ride them originally. And, but now I don't remember like if they just like stood around and like commanded them like Pokemon or something. I don't remember. I recall it being more serious and like about war and crap, but yeah, it was definitely like, yeah, this new one does not seem serious at all. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how many different Zoids can you play as? 16 i believe oh and they all play kind of similarly but they have their little quirks and i mean it's a 3d anime fighter so they've got their flashy like super moves and their finishers Mm -hmm. that are fun to watch but after you do them one or two times it's the same thing every time you know sure Um, not really much challenge very bare bones story mode there's no online multiplayer which is very strange 
local <laughs> only, which I'm all for local multiplayer, but sure. In a, it, living in a pandemic, you know, <laughs> hard to invite a lot of people over to play Zoids Blast Wild, Wild Unleashed uh-huh. with you. But that's, um, that's surprising to hear. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was surprising to me too. But it, it was fine. The graphics aren't terrible. They're just okay. It's 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 like the most five out of ten game I've ever <laughs> played. Like compare it to me. The standard for those three D anime brawler type arena things is the Naruto ultimate ninja storm i think yeah. is what they're called yeah how does it compare to that if that's like the ceiling if that's like the ceiling it's like a to two. me at least oh my goodness <laughs> like it, it's nowhere near it's it's not good but i'm this is not a good game i do not recommend you go buy it the only people that's that so would really sad. get a kick out of this is if, if if you're a kid if you're like five years old and you're obsessed with the new zoids and, <laughs> and you've never really played a game like this before you'd probably really like this game but outside of that, it, it is not. It is if you, like for you guys who are old Zoids fans, it is not worth hopping to. For. Okay. Dang. As I mentioned, uh, I'm playing another game that is very similar, based on a reboot of a series that I enjoyed in my childhood, and that is uh, Bakugan: Champions of Astoria. Oh. Less enthusiastic response from the Weaver Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge fan. I'm 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 a few years younger than you guys, so this yeah. Bakugan was more of my time. Uh huh. And I was way into it when I was a kid. I was obsessed with the anime. I had the, I had the like physical toys. I I had the video games. I was obsessed with it. So they rebooted it back in 2018, and they've got you know new new anime, new mm-hmm. game, which means of course we're going to have to get a new video game. And you guys, being at least you know semi in the Nintendo world online, will remember over the summer. I think they had a Nintendo Treehouse to talk about. Um, I think it was Paper Mario, and they said. Uh, there's going to be a new game that we're going to announce, a uh, third-party <laughs> game uh, from way forward. And everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, a new 2D Metroid or or uh-huh. like a new like Wario cool. Land or like... It's getting its own treehouse or whatever. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is huge. And then it was and then it was this Bakugan game. I forgot about and it. <laughs> everyone said, what? <laughs> what is this? Why is this? This game looks terrible. What is it? And I went, oh, cool. They're making a new Bakugan game. <laughs> that sounds cool and it's way forward yeah way forward that's um, pretty sick yeah so uh i i asked for code for on a utdailybeacon.com you can go read my my written review uh i got it surprisingly like two weeks early which is way longer than you normally get either most of the time reviewers will get games a few days early or reviewers that aren't like ign or kotaku right? uh-huh. if we get games early we'll get it max like a week minimum like two days or we'll just get it on launch day um so i had this game like two weeks early and i was like man all right i literally i think i got this game the day that everyone else was getting playstation fives uh-huh. and i was like well i don't have a playstation five but i've got bakugan <laughs> um, and uh man is it terrible oh it's oh, so no. bad oh it's That's... so bad it's it's the only game uh so at, at the beacon we use a like a five point scale and it's the only game i've ever given a one Dang. One out of five. You sounded so excited about it, introducing it and stuff. I was expecting <laughs> like uh, an opposite to Zoids. Well, I am very excited about Bakugan, and I'm doing a video uh, uh, talking about Bakugan rebooting as a whole. So tomorrow, I have a box of physical Bakugan toys coming in to talk <laughs> about that they sent me, and I'm very excited to get those. But huh. uh, this game was terrible, um, like really bad. Like another arena fighter? No, it's so the combat is like turn based, basically where you've got two Bakugan and they fight and each of them has, you know, 100 health, 500 health, and they've got four special moves. But in order to use special moves, you have to get energy. In order to get energy, as the brawler, like you and the, the person you're brawling against are both standing under the Bakugan and you see the big Bakugan behind you fighting and these blue energy crystals, like these blue energy hexagons pop up and you have to race your enemy over to the hexagons to pick up the hexagon to then do this whole animation where you pick it, pick it up and throw it at your Bakugan, which gives the Bakugan energy, which you then use to use one of the four special moves to try and beat the enemy. Um, that was exhausting. If what that sounds confusing, about, I know. You'll have to look <laughs> it up. It'll make more sense when you watch it. Um, uh-huh. I, will give, I will give it this. It is unique, but it is uh-huh. not good. It is very boring. It is very time-consuming. How true to the anime slash source material is it? 
So not at all to the original. The the reboot, I'm not sure because I have not started the which I'm going to for this new video. And I haven't gotten to mess around with the new toys. And I know that they've redone the the the, the actual game. Uh-huh, and really? they've redone the anime. Yeah. So I don't know how exactly those all work, but gotcha. That was my next question. Yeah. Was if this new video game is that does it play at all like the real life Bakugan like toy tabletop i guess game i mean i guess stay tuned but it can't be (laughs) it cannot be as boring as what i just experienced because geez louise and so i and i have i have a little bit more to talk about this but so what i've said already sounds tedious it is tedious i had a window where i was able to play uh the people at at way forward i was able to play against them in an online match that's Um, cool and Every time that you run up and pick up a like one of these energy hexagons, your character literally stops, picks it up, and like tosses it at your Bakugan, which is like a whole animation that slows you down. And I noticed that they were just running over them and collecting them. So I looked into it, and there was an ability that you could buy after saving up your coins to let you do that. So I saved up to buy this, got it, equipped it to my character. There is a glitch in the game where yep. if, if, if you run over an energy thing, an energy hexagon and it doesn't have 75 energy or more they go from like 25 energy to seven to like 100 uh-huh. if it doesn't have 75 or more it just won't pick up you you run over it and it acts as if your bakugan is doing an attack like it's like Boo! but instead it says like exe bakugan energy hex 25 missing uh like yeah like 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 some weird error message pops up and then just nothing happens you don't get any energy and most of the energy that pops up is less than 75. So it made the game literally unplayable. Maybe the game, maybe, maybe after like seven hours in, the game gets amazing. But I don't know because I couldn't progress. I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around the fact that you have to buy an upgrade with your currency to like bypass an animation. Like yeah. that's like a perk. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just broke the game. And oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, no. So here's the thing. So I went, okay, whatever. I'll just forfeit this match and I will go and unequip this. And you can't unequip uh, it, right? Well, and and this isn't a game. This isn't a game that has like save states. So it's not like I could be like, okay, I'll go resume a save before I bought this mm-hmm. and, and continue from there without buying it. I couldn't do that. So it was either quit, which is what I did, or replay like seven hours of this game and, and i'm not going to do that and on top of this the gameplay being boring i'm just going to rush through these because this is not the main topic of the show we should get the pikmin soon but the game looks like a ps2 game that's like high res the story <laughs> is boring and and just generic there is like no music in the game there's like one track that plays whenever you battle the overworld there is no music it seems dead it's empty there's no voice acting so it it feels very cheap the the game says there are 80 plus bakugan to collect there are 16 bakugan to collect Mm -hmm. with color variations five different color variations type variations of each of them but it literally changes like nothing because the strategy in the game in the battle there are technically like oh this type does better than this type but Uh at least in the game if you can get out more attacks than the other guy you're gonna win so the strategy means nothing so all of this builds up to just this just a terrible experience i i do not recommend it to anyone and i'm gonna ask again developed by way forward developed by way forward my goodness i saw some people some some metacritic uh, some scores were giving sixes and sevens and i'm like what game did you play <laughs> because even if the game didn't crash or not crash but didn't just like stop working for me it's still like like a two max <laughs> you know like it's not good right maybe yeah. 2.5 like that so like five out of ten but like man okay that's my bakugan rant i apologize like but that game is so bad uh, don't go buy Bakugan, even if you're a kid that loves Bakugan or you are the parent of a kid who is obsessed with Bakugan. Uh, save yourself. Save yourself the trouble. Save yourself the money. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> Amen. Doing so yeah, that's, that's Bakugan Champions of Astoria. Thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me rant. <laughs> Good. It sounds All like right. it deserved it. All right. Well, let's 
uh, let's get it. Let's get out of terrible games and uh, and get into some some good games, some really good games, in my opinion. Uh, let's talk Pikmin Three Deluxe. Now, uh, now, Braden, I know you've been playing it. Connor, you've at least played Pikmin Three on the Wii U, so Correct. still still up for some discussion. So I've been talking for too long. Braden, what do you think about uh, Pikmin Three Deluxe? Okay, so as you may recall from one of our past episodes, uh, we we actually talked about the original Pikmin um, when this Pikmin 3 Deluxe remake was first announced. And um, I can't recall if I said that I played Pikmin 3 or not, but I most definitely just basically didn't. And I, and what I had played wasn't any more than what the demo offered. So I, I started the game out by playing the demo uh, that you, you can still download. And it was, it was a good one at one, two hour demo and your progress would carry over into the game so i did that i bought the physical version and i have now beaten the story mode of pikmin 3 deluxe it was a blast it was great Mm -hmm. pikmin fun it was what i wanted and you know for the most part expected from uh, a good pikmin sequel except i it, it 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 was way too short I I feel like it just left me wanting so much more. And if not just gameplay wise, the story, like, I, I don't know if we want to go ahead and just jump into that, but I, the deluxe word in the title gave me hopes for, you know, more appearances of the white and purple Pikmin, which were only oh, like no. in six or seven of the missions, you know, for some mm-hmm. reason they, they decided to bring them in for like a total of three percent of the entire game and just tease them there but so overall great super pikmin fun but not enough of it so Mm. i don't know oh jake what what's your take takeaway then with the the new game oh man i i love pikmin 3 pikmin 3 is it was my first pikmin it introduced me to the franchise it made me fall in love with the franchise so i was i'm the nintendo fanboy that nintendo says hey you remember that game you played seven years ago we're gonna <laughs> add like very little to it and you're gonna pay 60 bucks again and i go yes i will here you go uh-huh. mr nintendo. thank you for my shiny new pikmin 3 that's Whee! basically the same but it's it's the same but better <laughs> honestly oh, yeah. It, yeah. yeah i mean it's gotta be well because they've there's there's all these little quality of life improvements. There's the Piclopedia that's back. There's the prologue and epilogue, which uh, basically are just more challenge missions, but I, I, I like them, you know, uh, and see, can we, can we, uh, can we go ahead and dive in right there? The, the pro, you know, quote unquote prologue and epilogue missions. I guess, like you said, they are basically just more of the, the kind of side missions. I think those were included in, in the original Pikmin three. Is that correct? The, uh, which, the which ones? The Just kill like all the enemies, collect the treasures, and boss battles. Yes, there were side were. missions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were there were some of those in there, um, but I know. Okay, and so. But they added some are, for this game, right? Yes, they did add some, and uh, and then it's Olimar's assignment and Olimar's comeback are the two, uh, you know, story editions that they included that, that cover Olimar's adventures. And I, I was disappointed when they really did just play more like missions. The, the timer in general stresses me out, and that's not the... <laughs> it, you know, it's not true story like the, you know, the, the story mode gives you. Mm, I was right. hoping they would really weave more of that into the, the day and night cycle and give, give us more content like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. Um, that's also what I was hoping for, but uh, it's Nintendo, so I honestly wouldn't get that. But I don't know. Like, I think Pikmin Three is great as it is, and so I was just glad to have even even more to mess around in. Yeah, and so I guess don't get me wrong. This the story was awesome. I loved, you know, the new characters. All three of them controlling three separate characters really kind of stretched your brain in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. in some of those missions where you're trying to multitask and like just keep all three characters moving at once and you know being productive, uh, it, it it was a lot of fun mastering that. And then of course, just Olimar and Louis in the story is fun. But what did you think of the of the juice system? 
it felt very useless. I was, I, I did play on normal <laughs> really? mode. Okay, well that's um, why. Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll interject here to say, uh, normal mode is is the is basically easy mode. Um, hard Absolutely. mode is what Pikmin 3's original normal mode was. So you really want to you really want to play this game if you're a Pikmin veteran. If this isn't your first time, you right. really want to play it on hard or ultra oh. spicy. Did they um, change it? So they changed the difficulty for the Switch version. Yeah, they did. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, where hard hard is the normal mode from the Wii U? Yeah, because I accidentally did that too. I'm also playing on normal mode, and I uh, I am on day twelve or thirteen, and I have like forty five juices. That's the thing. I've beaten the game. I have all the fruits, um, and I I made it to like day twenty three, and I have seventy four juices or something. Yeah, like that. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? And so right. like I. It felt like a useless system, and I did realize later on, like they want me to replay this game on a harder difficulty, and that's—I've talked about that. That's not my style. I want a good, robust experience, like the first time around. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not interested in going back to get like a higher score on something necessarily. Mm-hmm. In 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 a year's time, I will come back to Pikmin Three Deluxe and go through on Ultra Spicy, which I unlocked because of the demo, apparently. So, oh my gosh, there was. I, w- I was very thankful for the demo and how long it was, but now that I've beaten the game, I'm upset that it was so much that so much of the game was in the demo, kind of. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, it was a good 10% of the game. Uh, uh, it was like three is, days. Which is, I will... uh, which is less than 10%. Yeah, less than 10% of my game. I finished it in less than 30 days. So that is mathematically less than 10% of the game. I am going to play devil's advocate and say that the first Pikmin, which is already on the list of Nintendo gems for this podcast, it's in, it's Mm -hmm. in the books. It's in the hall of fame. Okay. Also extremely short in execution, but it's hard as crap. Well, you played it on ultra easy mode. Apparently (laughs) Um, I like, that's what, that's why I ask about the juice system too, is because that, on on deluxe editions hard mode i suppose or the wii u versions normal mode it's that's kind of like the day system from like the original game you have like the 30 days or whatever you have the time limit that adds Mm. some some pressure to how you spend your time in the game world and like making use of your three characters and maximizing your efficiency and resources and such and your juice (laughs) supply is very like that's kind of how that works like that's like you have to make sure that each time you're going to the planet, you're getting fruit each run you make uh, just so you can keep getting juice to keep surviving. Right. Um, like it, it's, I don't know. I, it's sad to hear that they kind of neutered that experience for the, the new normal mode. Cause I think that kind of, to me, that's what rounded out the experience and made it more challenging and feel more like a, a Pikmin game. Yeah. At its core. But yeah. yeah. Again, also, yeah, the first Pikmin is very short. Very short. I think they're all relatively short. Yeah. Um, two, two definitely has the most probably content. the mediest. Yeah. yeah. Which is, come on, Nintendo, give us Pikmin 1 and 2 on the Switch. For real. Come on. I'll also say, for Devil's Advocate, the way that Nintendo is kind of adding all these legacy Wii U titles to the Switch after the fact, I think that's really Nintendo's impetus for these, is just to... I think Nintendo's objective is just to have these games accessible at all for a wide audience mm-hmm. because nobody, the brand I, out. yeah, because nobody had a Wii U, but mm-hmm. everybody has a Switch, and so True. for something like Super Smash Bros. that has so much Pikmin three representation, yeah, like you said just now, like brand recognition, like putting these games that people that people might have missed, uh, making them wild widely available, I think is like what they're mostly trying to do. But I just. I do feel like content-wise and story-wise, which I'll elaborate on, this game does feel like a stepping stone to Pikmin 4. Hopefully. One, <laughs> gameplay-wise, Welcome to why, the wait, in, why in the world did they put uh, white and purple Pikmin in the missions? I Again, I say it's only like four or five of the treasure missions. They're not in any of the combat missions. And so why would they even include them there and nowhere else, you know, I, I, I guess don't answer that yet. And then second, what is that gold blob in at the end of the game that one Ooh. that is obsessed with Olimar? The something Wraith? What is it? Like the final boss? 
yeah, the final boss. It's the gold goopy thing that changes elements, and it's they never explain why it's obsessed with Olimar. Um, they leave Louie on the planet, apparently. Oh, um, yeah. I don't... Uh-huh. I, I, well, and then I guess Olimar's comeback does, you know, you get Louie. But, um... I don't know, man. I don't, why was the thing obsessed with Louie at the end of P- Pikmin 2? Do you remember that? No. The final boss? What was it? It was like, uh... It was like a big spider thing? Didn't it, like, take hmm. Louie captive or something? Dude, it's been a long time. Yeah, me too. Same here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like this game um, being released, and then I, I surely one and two will get like a, I don't know if it's a bundle or just re releases. Here's hoping. Pick them four. I, I expect big things from and lots of content from. I expect at least seven Pikmin. Let me be clear <laughs> yeah. in story mode. Uh, fingers five crossed. Five playable characters. Ten no, kinds of Pikmin. No, I don't need <laughs> don't more don't just more break numbers. My brain. I don't need more characters. I actually think two is a pretty perfect number. Mm, um agreed. you know, I, I it was cool having a third access to a third character, you know, just if I needed it. But I really only found myself using two unless the puzzle called for all three. But I, I couldn't see myself being happy with four by any mm. means. Unless maybe it was intended for like four player co op, which would be cool. That's true. Pikmin. That would be awesome. Have y'all played any multiplayer? Because my wife isn't interested. I played a little <laughs> bit with my girlfriend, um, and she said it stressed her out, but she loves watching it. Resource uh, management is generally stressful. I so, would. Yes. I. I. The next time that we are in the same town together, I'd like to play some Pikmin three split screen with you because I keep thinking, man, if they had online. Uh huh. Me and you going on that game, I feel like I don't know. Could, I feel like it'd be such a good, so so much fun. We could wreck some missions for sure. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> yeah. You're you're not invited. <laughs> I'll play oh. Pikmin one. Yeah. And finish it in thirty minutes. It's not like I I don't know. I I recall Pikmin one being much more difficult though. Anyway, check our check back on our Sonic Mania Pikmin one episode for for more. Yeah. Yes. Where did you get your game? Did you get it digitally or physically? Oh, I got it physically. Just where did you get it? Uh, GameStop. Uh, uh, dude, Target <laughs> is pulling through. I am I am proud of my workplace. Like Super Mario 3D All Stars had these sick magnet sets that came with all, stick uh, magnets for all the games, and then Pikmin 3 it came with this tech badge thing. What which is a tech badge? I know tech badge. It's so such a dumb stupid name it's literally just a sticker that they like <laughs> they intend for you to put on computers or your phone or whatever but it's like pin enamel you know p-i-n enamel yeah. um material with like good command strip backing to it so it's very nice and then actually if you pick up animal crossing right now you get a 2021 calendar book which Ooh. yeah i know i'm tempted to just buy one and return it but anyway target's pulling through <laughs> if you're an- anticipating getting any new games physically at least definitely like look around at retailers to see what kind of uh purchase bonuses you get and if you are planning on picking up pikmin 3 deluxe i recommend seeing if target has one of these enamel <laughs> tech badges yeah for sure what do you have your tech badge on i put it on my work clipboard oh Heck yeah, everyone, I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know, I didn't get a, I didn't get a, a target bonus, but I, I did get the, the Pikmin 3 Deluxe, uh, my Nintendo rewards. Oh, dude, I need to register my game. Yeah, it, they were, um, I believe three or 400 platinum points a piece. And it's, uh, four Pikmin 3 coasters and then a, uh, a sheet of Pikmin 3 stickers. So nothing crazy. <laughs> But okay, I have yeah. to go do that like right after this. That's yeah, awesome. So. I didn't know they were but, doing like physical things again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the uh, the Mario 35th anniversary pins. I also oh, got right, those. Right, right. I have not done that. We have to do that. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely. are completely right, sold out of those, re- dude. <sighs> they sold out of those in like like a few hours. I was really lucky to get mine. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> they. Uh, that's why I, I hopped on the Pikmin stuff because they also had they had like mario 35th anniversary like posters and i like really need new posters to like frame and put in my apartment and they had these super awesome looking like mario 64 uh mario sunshine and mario galaxy posters and i missed out on them 
I was so upset. So when I saw Pikmin physical rewards come up, I was like, got to get those. All right. Well, I'm good on Pikmin 3 Deluxe if y'all yeah. are. I think it's worth picking up if you've played the old one. If you haven't played the old one, you should get it. Everybody should go buy this game. So they say, oh, wow, look at everybody buying Pikmin 3. We really have to make Pikmin 4. True. I guess, Brayden, I, that, that's the question for you. Like, If the experience was so light for you, what, is it worth picking up for full retail price? Um, I If you've played Pikmin 3 on your Wii U, um, I would actually probably not necessarily recommend getting it just now uh for a full 60 dollars um i don't know if it'll ever go discount but if you've played it on the wii u i feel like you've actually played the bulk of the game um and mm. unless you want the portability or you really feel like playing it again you know may not be for you but if you've never played pikmin especially if you've never played pikmin 3 at all like me Definitely get it because it's worth playing. It is a great entry into the series uh, and just a lot of fun. It, it, it was a much needed uh, addition to the Switch library. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Pick it up if if you so choose. You guys want to get into this week's Nintendo Gem? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I'm excited. I, I bet Connor's pretty excited too. But the, the fun thing is, Connor and I haven't played this really. Yeah, so uh, we are talking about Billy Hatcher and Woo-hoo. the giant egg, right? <laughs> yes, yes, Billy Hatcher and the giant egg or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it was a, a a Sega GameCube exclusive by Sonic Team, and it is just charming as all get out. It is a uh, very. It, it's only been on GameCube. They have not. It, there were no sequels it just kind of lived and died on gamecube and i had it when i was a kid and i was obsessed with it and in my dumb teenage years i sold it and now it's like 80 dollars, and i'm poor so <laughs> i Dang. i want you back i want you back billy hatcher i miss you but That's so depressing uh, so basically billy hatcher takes place in a world where uh, chickens and birds are are awesome and everybody loves them and they are very important or something um and you play as a boy named billy who is like connected with like the chickens like the birds and there's this evil like darkness over boy boy. yeah 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 like a boy not a man boy (laughs) not a chicken chicken, like a human yes but you wear a chicken suit because of course and you have to overcome this darkness by getting all of the like lead chickens like they're all in their eggs to safely take their eggs to certain places to like make sure that they hatch to like destroy the darkness it's a very strange concept but you have these giant eggs and you like roll them around um the the stage Like, like like weapons or something and you can like bounce on them and like use them to hit your enemies and like you roll on them and mm-hmm. it's very quirky and very cute and that was probably a terrible synopsis i have not played this game in a very long time <laughs> it's a it's it's a 3d platformer it's it is, like I yeah. mean, it's and it was kind of like a hair after the golden age of 3d platformers i would say yeah i would say it qualifies still because like it's it's good enough to qualify but like it was it was when 3D platformer, like mascot 3D platformers, were going out of style, I think. Mm-hmm. And worth noting, it's like it's Sega developed and published, right? Right. Yes. For yes. GameCube, indeed. Well, so, and like, that's the thing. I I kind of lump it in my head along with like Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Uh, yeah, and, and Sega and, and Sonic su- Team actually. Right. Is, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm surprised it wasn't like released for the Dreamcast or something. You know, it mm. just very much gives me that same kind of vibe, both graphically and kind of. Here's here's the the twist on this is Connor and I have like a demo disc that <laughs> came from Target, I believe, once upon a time. Um, this back, episode is sponsored, by the way. Yeah, definitely sponsored. Yeah, right. Um, but it was like twenty dollars. It has Splinter Cell demo on it. It has Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. What else does it have? Beautiful Joe, Beautiful Soul Calibur Two. That's right. Oh, Sonic Adventure DX. It's loaded. Yeah, dude, Love it's a thing. sick demo disc. But uh, it does give you about thirty minutes of Billy Hatcher content, 
And we mm -hmm. always loved playing that. And the demo was a great one. It really gave us a good taste of like what the gameplay was like. Like you said, rolling the egg around and like bouncing it and throwing it kind of. But we just, we never got around to really playing this game or uh, it, definitely not buying it. Man, I do guys... remember renting it once when we were kids, but I don't remember too much about the game outside of like what was represented in that demo. Right. Man, I, I feel like you guys missed out because I, I love I'm it. sure definitely a classic, classic Nintendo GameCube game. Those little like wild animal kind of things that hatch from the eggs. You know like how, elemental. Yeah, guys. there's the water. Oh, yeah. How key to the game are they? Like I just remember being like obsessed with like the little water seal thing and I don't know. I, I wanted to play it almost for them solely, it seemed like. Yeah, I, I don't remember them being like too intense or anything, but mm -hmm. it's been a very long time since I played that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would I would love to replay it, but I do not own it. And I guess I, I guess I could have played an emulator. There yeah. isn't much in the way of combat in the game, is there? Like I, I remember you use those like animals, those creatures that you have to have the eggs. They're they have like elemental powers. Yeah, and I remember you can use you use that seal to like shoot ice or something. But otherwise, Billy himself doesn't really do much other than like jump and hatch eggs and roll them around. Like he can't right. like, fight yeah. necessarily. Shove the egg out in front of you, like push it and like uh, kill. You do. Though. Yeah, that's what I was okay. gonna say. There is some combat like through that, mm -hmm. like where you have the egg and yeah, you do crush them. Like they get flattened. And, and and that's how they like die. So there is a little bit of combat, that's but that, it is yeah. it is very um platform based. Mm -hmm. So here's a question: With Billy Hatcher and the giant egg being a mascot 3D platformer about rolling around a giant spherical object around a big, large 3D playing field and getting it from point A to point B, would you call it a spiritual successor to Glover? <laughs> I don't know. I've not. No, I've not. Uh, no. I'm is it is it the evolution of the of the ball rolling 3D platformer genre? I have I have never uh, I have never played. Um, Don't say it, Glover. So, oh, oh dude, no. at the gym, that's that no, that game sucks. No, are you for real? A little bit. We could do it as a gym. It's, it would be fun to talk about. It's painful about. as crap, but like it's an interesting game. Anyway, no. The answer to your question is no. I can tell you right now, Billy Hatcher is not the spiritual successor to Glover. <laughs> but are, I mean, but like, I mean, kind of real talk, like mechanically, are they similar? Like, is it the same idea? Because I'm only, I truly am only just now making the connection. I don't, the, the egg's not that bouncy, is it? Does it break? Yes, they can, I believe, but not easily. I, I I don't think so. Glover was much more like mm -hmm. technical and angle based and speed based and precision based. And Billy Hatcher, I think, is probably more just like action platforming. Sure, it would be the the more and, and probably more kid friendly. Sure. Interestingly, I'm seeing here that the engine used is is the Sonic Adventure Two engine, and so yeah. Like, you know, very much, I, I think I was on, on point with the comparison to the, I'm surprised he wasn't on Dreamcast originally or something. Right. But, yeah. Again, it, I mean, it was developed by Sonic Team and it like conceptually and like in how weird and unique the concept is, but also how like fully fleshed out it manages to be like, it does feel like it should have been one of those like niche Dreamcast games that kind of like faded into obscurity. Right. Yeah, you know, it it does feel like it was kind of probably planned originally for it, but just switched to the GameCube with like Sonic Adventure Two Battle and and all those other games. I'm also seeing interestingly that you could uh, link up your Game Boy Advance to it, and you could play Puyo Pop, Choo Choo Rocket, and Knight's Time Attack. Uh oh, hell yeah! Which is super crazy, <laughs> and like makes me want this game even more. Connor, we're gonna have to like find it and invest. I think. I know. Uh, yeah, and and Jay, yeah, dude. you you can chip in too if you want to play. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> sure, dude. It's super good. I, well, I I love love Billy Hatcher. Well, and with that angle, I mean, when are they going to start porting GameCube games to the Switch? What are they going to do about mm. that? I you know what I mean. Like this would be soon. interesting to see. You know, a remaster, even. You know, if it 
if it really doesn't, if the graphics don't, you know, look as good these days, you know, it wouldn't sell or something, you know, upgrade it a little bit, but they remade Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Like, (laughs) definitely more mediocre and less iconic, I would say. Unless that was a rhetorical question, delving into it. Sega themselves are kind of weird about re-releasing their games. In what regard? Um, in that, like, of especially of like those that era of like their mascot games, like Knights and Power Stone, Jet Set Radio, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Space Channel Five. These like legacy Sega properties that were that are still remembered and still like revered as like ma- mostly Dreamcast classics. Mm-hmm. Like they have them in the vault and they they're like available on pc on modern in like modern formats but they're just hardly ever released on consoles or like remastered or repurposed or remade let alone and usually not for nintendo consoles especially which Mm -hmm. is just strange it's like fighting their time to release their their current gen console i mean maybe we did oh we did just get that remake of panzer dragoon so who knows that's true I mean, I would, I would be, I would scream if they said they were remastering or making a new Billy Hatcher. I, I love this game, and it, mm-hmm. it does not get the love that it deserves, in my opinion. One other thing about like its legacy is, well, first I'll ask: it doesn't have any other games in the series, did it? Nope. It just, didn't, just didn't get a sequel one. or nothing. Nope. Just this one. Because Sega treats it as one of their like legacy properties Mm -hmm. because billy hatcher so there's this game boy advance game sonic pinball party (laughs) and there's and it's got several like pinball tables themed around uh sega properties and there's a billy hatcher table yeah and if i remember correctly in sonic riders for like the gamecube and stuff there were a few guest characters there was knights and um from space channel 5 and I'm pretty sure Billy Hatcher was in that too. Yeah. And Billy Hatcher, he's a racer in Sega racing games as well. Right. Like they remember him. He gets treated like he has like a pedigree of some kind. Right. But only one game. Maybe they're not done with him. He's got an iconic face. I'll give him that. <laughs> I do. His design is really cute. I think yeah. he's a cool character. Well, hopefully he comes back because I would absolutely love that Mm -hmm. i agree that would be amazing any last thoughts about billy hatcher and the giant egg before we take off for that yeah it's uh it's very good everyone should go play it if they can and sega if you're listening uh you should do more with billy hatcher i miss it i miss him true give me more billy hatcher yeah make him a thing hatcher honestly yes make a good fighter All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Do you guys want to plug any social medias or or anything like that? Yeah. uh, So we are recording in Discord right now, um, which means we have a Nintendo Gems podcast Discord server. We would love for you to join, and we'll have a link in the description if you want to join it. Um, Come talk to us. Be in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter. Be sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to on right now. But that's kind of all our major plugging stuff i believe yeah and and if you want to follow my personal twitter jakey wakey with two y's absolutely and i guess finally nintendgems at gmail.com would be uh just the the most old people way to reach us (laughs) for sure antiquated yeah all right guys well it has been a great show uh thank you guys so much for listening and uh i'm jake i'm brayden And I'm Connor. And this has been Nintendo. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. (laughs) Bye, guys.